And boom, just like that, we're going. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I am your host, Justin Belanger. Before we get into the ads, I just want to give a quick thank you to you, the listeners, the viewers, wherever you consume the High Button Podcast. I didn't have much to do yesterday, and I was downloading an app that allowed me to read all of our comments on our Apple Connect Podcast app, whatever you call it. And I think we had like 195, 185 comments, and I was reading through all of them. And they were awesome. I think we're like we're averaging a, a 4.5 star rating, which is great. Happy to hear. Um, and I was reading all the comments, and it's nothing but positivity from you guys. And when you look at the internet these days, it's a lot of negativity. So I'm happy to see that the community here in High Button Sports is positive. You guys like what I'm saying. You guys are liking our guests. That's someone's phone in the background. I'm not. I'm very Mark. Um, but fantastic, fantastic stuff. I really do appreciate all those comments. It makes all this worth it. You know, when you're when you're when you're a young company and you start up, I'm not gonna lie. Not every single day is full of work. There's days where you uh, procrastinate. There's days where you, you, you try to work on something and maybe it doesn't come through. Yesterday was one of those days. So yesterday I just looked back on all the work we've done, all the podcasts we've done, and I was reading all those comments and, uh, it was a great feeling. So I do appreciate that. Um, just do me a quick favor. Keep commenting. If you're a new listener to this podcast, go to our iTunes, Apple, um, website, and you're able to leave a comment there and be brutally honest. If you hate my guts, tell me, I love it. Just tell me what you think. If you love the podcast, if you love the, the guest we're having, let me know. If you hate the guest, if you hate me, let me know. Uh, I, I love reading those things. So uh, everyone that's commented already, I think 185, 195, it was yesterday, so I forget. But who, whoever's, uh, whoever those 185, 195 people are, I, I do appreciate that. That's, uh, that's a good look for the company. That's a good look for the podcast. And I was looking at some of the stats the other day of where our podcast ranks in the world of um not even sports like it could be sports politics uh, health business entrepreneurship like there's a bunch of categories you can list your podcast in ours is sports and i saw that we were in the top 4,000 podcasts in the world and now you're thinking well 4,000 pod but there's over like 2 million podcasts in the world so i don't know what 2 million divided by 4,000 is but uh we're, we're definitely in the top uh, 1% below 1% 0.75% I'm not the mathematician here, but pretty, pretty good. We're looking pretty good. Uh, anyways, so all I want to do is just say thank you. I appreciate everything that you guys, uh, that you guys do for this company and, uh, you know, keep listening, keep watching. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by Generous United. If you don't know about Generous United, they are a membership based buying group headquartered right here in Atlantic Canada. That's what makes me feel good about companies, right? You know, right here, Atlanta, Canada. You feel good. You feel feel a sense of pride talking about these companies. Generous United has been our presenting sponsor for the past six months. We love having them on board with us, especially during this pandemic where people are trying to live healthier lives each and every day. No one really knows what's going on in today's world when it comes to this pandemic. But one thing we do know is that Generous United is here to help us with our prescription drugs. So what they are dedicated to doing, Generous United, they are dedicating to making sure that a uh, prescription drugs are more affordable so we can all live healthier lives. What Generous United will do is team up with the pharmacy 
pharmacist, a, you know, well, we all know what a pharmacist here. It's someone in your community who's dedicated to making sure that you live a healthier life. So what Generous United will do is team up with that pharmacist and they will team up and create an a tentative personalized service that will allow you to save money on your prescription drugs. One thing I love about Generous United right now is that they're teaming up with smaller companies here in Atlantic Canada and allowing their employees that maybe can't afford healthcare just to save on prescription drugs. If you can save on one aspect of healthcare, maybe you'll be able to afford more aspects of healthcare, whether it's a massage, dental, acupuncture, it doesn't really matter what it is. If you can save money in one aspect, you'll be able to benefit from other aspects. So what I want you to do is head on over to generousunited.ca, that's G-E-N-R-U-S united.ca, and see if they have any products that can help you, a loved one, a family member, a co-worker, maybe you could bring this to your boss if they are struggling to afford health care for their employees doesn't really matter who we can all be benefiting from the services that generous united is offering us atlantic canadians and soon if not now they're already across canada but i know the general uh listener group in this podcast is here in atlantic canada so i want you guys to head on over to generousunited.ca one more time g-e-n-r-u-s united.ca Today's episode is also brought to you by Osprey Ridge Golf Course, an hour, maybe 45 minutes outside of the city. When you talk about a golf course and when you talk about a a family-owned golf course, what comes to mind? Let me ask you. Pride in ownership. It doesn't really matter what you're doing. When you have a family-owned business, you know that they're taking pride in ownership. When every time I'm up there in Osprey Ridge, 45 minutes to an hour outside the city, you see the pride in ownership and the greens and the fairway and the customer service, and the clubhouse, and the food, and the cold beer, and the hot coffee. Pride and ownership. It's something that's dying these days. And that's one thing that Osprey Ridge is very proud of. Okay? A Graham Cook designed golf course. When you're done your round, head on over to the patio. Grab yourself a beer, two, three, four. Maybe grab yourself a nacho, sandwich, hot dog. Who am I to tell you what to do, what to eat? All I'm telling you is that you got to get to Osprey Ridge and play some golf before we're sitting inside in the snow. What month is it right now? September? I I don't even know right now. But I do know that snow is coming. Winter is coming. And before that winter and before that snow comes, you need to be at Osprey Ridge playing some golf. We're there every weekend with my friends, with my family. doesn't matter who. We hope to see you there at Osprey Ridge. Today's podcast, Winter is Coming. That's a great little ad read to roll into Winter is Coming. Uh, I love doing these podcasts every now and then, just giving updates on the company, talking, uh, you know, just telling little stories about the past and how the company formed. I know I've beat this, uh, beat these stories to a, to a, a dead horse. I don't know if I said that correctly or if that was politically correct, but I love uh, I, I love just rambling on about the the, the backside of this the, the the backside of this company and where it's going and where we plan it to, to where, where we where we project it to go. Um, the some of the best parts about a, a young company are the struggles at the beginning. That's where the best stories come from. Uh, and that's what you're going to get today. So sit back, relax. All right. We got myself, Justin, Mark's here. Jeff's here as well. Back from cat. Where were you? Jasper. He's out in Jasper somewhere, Calgary, Alberta. And, uh, we're going to sit back and, and, and have a little cup of coffee and we're going to talk. So enjoy. I'm Justin. This is the high button podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. Wednesday, September 8th, we are here, winter is coming. Mark, do you have a winter jacket ready? I got my jacket just over there. Well, not for winter. Well, it's just I thought maybe we were outside today, you know, just in case. It's like 22 degrees out. 
just in case. Okay, all right. Um, wow. I wish at this point I would have. I wish I would. Oh, am I too close? Yeah. I wish I would have said. Uh, <laughs> I wish I would have said COVID's over, but it's not. We're still here, and we're living with it, and we're living with it, Mark, uh, Jeff, and Mark, and that's okay. Because the Blue Jays are on a little bit of a run. <laughs> now, math was never my forte. But I'm pretty sure that there's a possibility that the Blue Jays enter that last wild card spot. Mark, do you want to elaborate? Uh, well, Cameron, it Jeff. seems they're all saying that they either have to win out almost all their games, like maybe 90% of them to make that spot there. So we'll see uh, what okay, happens. Now let's go camera three. Jeff, is that true? I'll give you the breakdown. Basically, the two teams they're fighting against are in their division. They've got you Boston. Might, you might be too close to the mic, too. True. Boston's <laughs> got four games in hand on them that they've all won. So Boston's 79 and 62. The Jays are 75 and 62. So four games are must win. At how, least. how old were you in like the 2017 run? Uh, I was like 16, 17. So you yeah. were you yeah, were able oh. you were able to watch. Oh yeah, I went to a game that uh, that that playoff year when they got Price. Like I went to a game. How much fun was it going to one of those games? Oh man, electric, sold out in a minute. We were two rows from the very top. There was not a seat in the house. Really? Yeah. I um and but I gotta say, dude, I went to a game when I was on the way back from Jasper, uh, just a couple weeks ago, and that game was even better with less fans. But it was because it was so fresh and it was the first homestand. The place was rocking, man. And you were wearing your high-button hat that game too, weren't I you? I was wearing my high-button hat. And actually, I was ready. I kept telling my girlfriend, if I was going to catch a ball, I had it backwards. I was going to say, if I was to catch a ball, I was going to quickly flip my hat around <laughs> then give her the ball just in case I got on TV so yeah. the high-button logo would be there. <laughs> and we actually did get close to catching a ball, but the kid beside us caught it. But I was ready. You should have you took it from him. <laughs> oh, I was ready. I was going to... Flip around, give yeah. her the ball, so I looked like a hero, and everyone was looking at me, and they could see the high button. And then, as soon as the camera cut away, I just yeah, you know, and that's advertisement that you can't buy right there. Well, that's exactly. great. Oh, I remember back in 2017, I was going to, I think it was at NSCC, and I was living downtown with my buddies. And when you're poor and you have nothing to do when you're in college, all you can really do is watch TV. Uh, and I remember the Blue Jays were on, and we would just sit there because you know in the summer the Blue Jays are on sometimes at like two o'clock, mm -hmm. and it was great. When I worked at that hotel downtown, there was a TV in the lobby. And I remember we'd always get in trouble because on the TV, you have to put up the list of what's going on. It's like, all right, there's a wedding in room one, or a meeting in room two, a wine tasting in room three. And I would always take that TV off and just put the Blue Jays game on. But I swear there would be more people in the lobby. There would be more action because you put the Blue Jays game on, right? It's a sense of community, especially around here. Raptors have the same thing. Like, you know, that pro team is the same thing. Uh, but the past three, past two games, I was gonna lie if I said three, but past two games, I've watched the uh, the Blue Jays games head to toe, front to front to back, and uh, I'm not in college anymore, but I'm sitting there upstairs and I'm watching the games. Same level of excitement, same fun. It's uh, it, it'll be interesting to see. I got my buddy Brody, uh, who lives in Toronto. He was home for a bit, and uh, he actually just went back, and we were. He's a big baseball guy, and he was talking about how. Uh, if not this year, next year, they're going to be like that 2017 team. They're going to be very good. They have to fill in a couple spots in the bullpen. Apparently, they're a little inconsistent in the bullpen, yeah. but they got the bats, and they just need to be deeper in the bullpen. That's what he was saying. Do you guys want to elaborate? Uh, well, would we say it was actually that B.J. Ryan was the last time the Jays had like a consistently great closer? Because other than that, as far as I know, the bullpen has been like their main hurdle forever. 
Yes, it has, and it's no joke this year either. It's the same thing. Last year they were good. For some reason, the bullpen was just really good all year last year. I think it was because they had less games, but this year, like, they have so many games blown, man. And they have, like, I think it's, like, 140-run differential, which means whenever they win, they win big, but whenever they lose, they lose small. So the bullpen has blown them a lot of games. And, yeah, to your point about being good next year, this year is, like, they made it last year in this shortened season. This year they should be in the playoffs. Like, they have such a good team. I mean, their second baseman is fourth in the league in home runs, and their first baseman is second. So they should be. But the thing is, is Simeon is a free agent, and Robbie Ray, their best pitcher, is a free agent. So They better sign year, this Ray guy. They, they be- better Ray, sign Robbie. Th- the way people are kind of looking at it is Ray is a priority, and Simeon's like a luxury. So Ray, they need to sign, or else they're basically down an ace pitcher for next year. <laughs> Baseball games are so much fun to attend. Like I've only attended uh, an Expos game. I don't know, I was at a Tampa, Ray- Tampa game. That that stadium was trash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I've been to an Expos game, a Tampa game, and uh, Dartmouth Dry game, and they were <laughs> and uh, they're so much fun to go to. There's something about watching baseball live that's a lot more fun than watching on TV. Don't get me wrong, watching on TV is a great time. You got your friends, you got a couple beer, you got some seeds, you got whatever. But uh, just being there in person, I just, there, there, there's some. Oh, I, what am I talking about? I was at Dodger Stadium. Probably oh the nicest stadium gosh. in the league. What am I? Oh, Justin. And you're talking <laughs> about the ice? What What was Dodger Stadium like? Come so, on. man, so Dodger Stadium, you get in there, it's like, uh, you, you like you feel like you're in a movie. So, like, like you're in Hollywood. Well, you literally are in Hollywood, but you feel like you're in a movie. Just the, you get out there, the grass is perfect. Um, everyone's smiling around you. No one's pissed off at Dodger Stadium. What do you got to be mad about? It's sunny. You got a beautiful sunset. You're in California. I remember I was at the the game before. They had a famous announcer, Sully. Vince Scully. Uh, Vin, Vince Scully. The best ever. So I was there one game before his last game. And we got like a, a bobblehead of him. And he, uh, it wasn't his last game. It was the game before. And he went out to the to the bleacher, wherever his little nook is. And he waved out to the crowd and he had a little speech. He goes, he's like, Dodger Nation, I want to hear you scream. And I was like, I'm not, I'm just got, I just got here. I'm not Dodger Nation. But we screamed for him. And uh, one thing I really felt in that Dodger Stadium was a sense of community. Everyone was – it's a very – like, I don't know if you've ever been to Los Angeles, but it's very – it's, like, rich people and poor people. It's it's white, rich people, and I don't want to say poor Latino people, but that's just how it is. Lower bowl is white, upper is uh, Latin American. And uh, in the hallway where people are getting uh, food, water, beer, whatever it is, you just see, like – Rick's uh, 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 mixed races laughing with each other, having fun, good time. It was a really, really cool sense of community. Uh, We were sitting all the way at the top. I remember we got in there for like 20 bucks. So we were all the way at the top. And, uh, and I remember we made friends with everyone in the row, like within the, by the fourth inning, it was sick. Some was going down. We saw a grand slam. Turner hit a grand slam against Colorado. Uh, It was a great, great, great stadium. I remember I've never seen the grass. I thought, I thought it was spray paint on the on the field. Like it was perfect, perfect, yeah. perfect, perfect. Like the foul lines, you mean? No, just like everything, like the outfield, oh. like the, the 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 dirt, just like it was like surround sound. Like the music felt like you had headphones on. Like it was it was like a real experience. The Dodger dog looked like it was like the Dodger dog in the picture. Yeah, maybe not, but you know what I mean. Like it was it was just very it was a very well kept stadium and. There was actually things to do 
not I shouldn't say things to do, but there was just you you were just so consumed on the the, the baseball rather than the antics outside of the stadium because there's so much things to do. Apparently, that's a problem right now at Yankee Stadium. There's so much to do at Yankee Stadium other than watch baseball. Yeah. They have like a huge buffet. What, what do you guys say? Uh, yeah, because there's that. There's like the museum with all like the Yankee legends there, all the retired numbers. There's that. Mm. Uh, apparently. Yeah, there's so many. Someone someone told me there was a spa baseball. in there. I, they might be. They might have been. They might have been pulling my chain. Someone told me there was a spa in there, so guys can bring their women. I don't think that's true. <laughs> but like apparently that's a thing at. Uh, what, I've also been to Fenway, not to watch a baseball game, but to at Red Crash Bull Crash Ice. Man, Justin, figure it out. But uh, apparently that's a thing at at Yankee Stadium right now. They can't get people to sit in their seats to watch the game. Because there's just so much to do at the stadium other than watch baseball. That's that's funny. That reminds me of when I would go with my mom. My mom would buy us all these these nice tickets to go. And it would be like the third inning. Me and my dad would be super into it. And then she'd be like, all right, I'll see you soon. She'd get up and we wouldn't see her till the end of the seventh inning. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. not that interested in baseball but likes the atmosphere. We'll walk around the concourse a couple times. Up the stairs, down yeah. the stairs, go into the the Bud Light Lounge. I've had that too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, mother, who's not a, a sports fan, um, hi mom. Uh, so we were at a Miami Heat game this when we were on like uh, vacation. We were gonna go on a cruise, but we were there the day before, so figured we'd do that. And um, of course, the whole stack, crosswords, Sudoku, the whole thing. So, oh yeah. <laughs> but but the whole thing is we couldn't even do it sitting down because we were in the very last row of the. Uh, the heat arena and there's no seats. Yeah, that's the last tickets we could get. <laughs> I remember when I used to play junior A over in uh, for the what were they called the um, Metro Marauders. Like the quality hockey was good, but my say my mom she didn't watch. She used to go and like run on the track during the games. Like, she didn't even watch. <laughs> like all it was was parents that would go watch us. We didn't have any fans, and I remember my mom was like, "I'm just gonna go work out." So I've seen you play my whole life. I was like, "Yeah, do what you got to do." But yeah. Hey man, women—that's a demographic too. You got to get them to sports, sporting events. If you can get a spa somewhere, at least they're buying a ticket and they're buying a massage. What do you want me to do? Have you guys seen the documentary, Danbury Trashers? Oh my god, no, it's incredible. Name of a sports team? Yeah. So essentially, I'm not. You guys are most likely gonna watch it. So and everyone listening, I'm not gonna give it away. But essentially, it's about a guy who's like the real life Tony Soprano, and he buys a, a USHL hockey team. So it's like pro but like minor pro and he gives it to a 17 year old son to run and manage so essentially a 17 year old son who's i don't want to say like hoodlum but like he the the movie portrays him to be a hoodlum but he's actually a pretty smart guy he made some really good moves good marketing guy and he just created this fighting team and uh they ended up doing really well but it's it's crazy like the backstory about how the the father who's essentially like you know he's affiliated with the mob goes in there Buys the team, gives it to a 17-year-old son who's still in high school, doesn't really know what he's doing, and then he's like running this professional team. He actually ends up getting. Actually, I'm not going to ruin that. It's a big part, but anyways, really good. It, it, it just type in Danbury Trashers on Netflix. I was going to ask. Incredible, and he Netflix. he owns this. So the Trashers comes from because he owns like a big uh, a big garbage company in New Jersey, like the biggest. And we all know that the mob runs through garbage out there in New York, New Jersey. It's no hidden secret. Anyways, really, really cool stuff. You look worried, Mark. Uh, so the uh, team um, is mob run. Well, it was. It's not a team anymore. They only had. Oh, a, I'm not. Yeah, it was. Not, <laughs> I, I think to say a team. Oh, it was, but run it was by the mob. But it essentially was like they. Oh man, it was oh, it, man. just just well, there's 
You could say anything and give away what's going on. It was so oh, it was unreal, unbelievable. Dude, I'm not that surprised. The minor teams, the minor hockey teams. I mean, the Flint, the Flint uh, Firebirds in the OHL are just like the guy. Remember the guy? One day he just fired his entire staff because he didn't like them, and like his kid wasn't playing on the team. Like no. those junior teams, they are like you know the lower professional teams. Like you said, there there's some interesting stories there. So this is a Netflix made documentary. Yeah, it was like a Netflix original. Oh, nice! Oh, it was it was great, really well made. Those Netflix originals, man, oh, man. They, they 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 have the the documentary game by the by the by the throat. They, they I don't know if there's anyone else doing it better than them right now. No, I take inspiration from them when I try to think about like when I start to do that. I'm just like, what are these things they do? Like they're so on, on point yes. with everything. They are the gold standard for docs Dude, for sure. Stories make the world go around. At least for some, there's other things we all know what the other things are, but. Um, you know, what was the one at the beginning of COVID there? Tiger King. You tell me that didn't take over the world by yeah. storm. That was a couple, insane. You know, I've Tiger King, you got Danbury Trashers. There was a couple other in there that were just the... Uh, I, I can't imagine how much money Netflix made over these past two years with COVID. Yeah. And it, you can say two years now, can't you? Uh, a year and a half. A year and a half? Year but in March, it'll be two years. Uh, well, if we get to that point, hopefully we don't. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got our uh, our first trip. This weekend in a, in a while, I think, right? For you, overnighter. So, I mean, it's some some point that things are healing. I'm going to tell you right now, the best part about this company before COVID was the travel aspect. I don't know. Do you like traveling, Mark? Oh, yeah. Jeff, do you like to travel? Of course, yeah. A couple things happened. Is everything all right upstairs? I don't know. If, um, just one second. Let me like, listen. Sounds like a vacuum. Or a mop. Some cleaning thing. Yeah, it's a vacuum. I don't hear it in the audio. It's not picking up in the audio? And the other day we had construction out here, and I was listening to the podcast. I was here banging. Anyways, that's the beginning of a company. You got you know what you want me to do. A um, couple things happen when you travel. Grow the brand. People that didn't know of High Button Sports get to know it. Two, it's just fun seeing different things. I've been cooped up in Halifax or Nova Scotia for the past, what was it, year and a half, you said? Yep. Year and a half. Three, networking opportunities there's other people in other parts of uh, this province that uh, have different businesses rather than right here in the hrm mm-hmm. potential advertising opportunities what number are we on right now for what Four, i'm saying i'm saying how like the benefits about Travel. No, I said that's, one. That's four. That was four that was three i think it's four now you're on five so five is i'm on five well you're about to start five I thought I would, no. He was on four, I think. I'm on four? Yeah. Oh, four. You start four, okay. Yeah. Content opportunities. Miking people up on different teams that aren't from around here. I know the U18 league, there's teams from Cape Breton. You know, I'm, well, hopefully we're in Cape Breton here soon, but they're going to be in Picto. Mike someone up from Cape Breton. Now people from Cape Breton are seeing someone mic'd up. What number are we on? Five? So, But I just said four. Mm-hmm. Well, you just did four, now you're about to start five. Well, I don't know what five is, so let's just say there's four <laughs> benefits of traveling. And four. that's just the start. That's just the start. you got to be cl- a little bit closer. It, that's why it would be good if you had the headphones on, because you could hear, but you sound good. I'm just... I'm looking at the mic lines here, though. Okay, I'm just, okay. I'm trying to make it you're good? too wonky. How yeah. am I? You're good. You're good. Um, but nonetheless, traveling is... Uh, did I say fun? Was fun in one yeah, of those? it's fun. What number that's was number that? Five. Two? <laughs> yeah, fun. I thought number... Okay, so number five is fun. It's so much fun. Just getting out traveling. It's like a field trip for the company. We should get one of those buses, the short yellow buses. 
How sick would that be if we had a short yellow bus, painted it white, and we put, like, the HB logo all over it? Nothing? All right. That would be cool. Cost some money. (laughs) One day. Well, that's where the advertising dollars come in, I think. (laughs) Um, but no, I'm excited really to, to go up to Picto and do that, uh, and do that early bird tournament. I really can't wait. We got the Airbnb, even though it's a little further out of town, but that's a rookie move by me. But I would have thought there would have been tons of hotels available in Picto. Who's why well, you're thinking like no one's really traveling right now, but then again, there is a bunch of teams going yeah. and I'm sure their parents are going cause they're allowed to now. So then I guess that does kind of make sense. Wait, but so, I, so when you were booking, there was hotels. They were just full. It wasn't well, like there wasn't any. No, there was hotels, but there were just like one king-size bed and like with yeah. no couch. Yeah. And it's just it's just like if there's three of us going up, it's, yeah. uh, that's not going to work. There's like a hot tub in the, be- in the bedroom. I'm just like, all right, I'm not <laughs> staying here. And one thing I wanted too was continental breakfast. Continental? Confidential. Continental. Continental breakfast. Even though the Airbnb I booked does not have continental breakfast. But, you know, it's got a toaster and some eggs or, you know, frying pan. We'll make, you know, get a breakfast sandwich or something. Yeah. Most likely that won't happen. Going to be early mornings. I was going to ask, are we, do you think we'll leave, be able to leave our setup overnight? That's a great question. So when we get there, I'm going to ask Paul if there uh, if there's security there overnight. And if there is security, we uh, I'm going to have a conversation with the security guard and get just see mm. if he's all there. And if he's all there and he's 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 witty and he's ready, you know, he's ready to protect things, then yeah, we'll leave it. But if not, then we'll just take it up. It's not that big of a setup, no. you know. It's not all there. It's it's a, it's our camera, the switcher, the laptop, the mic, the mm. duct tape, the wiring, the router. But, like, we'll leave the router and the duct tape and the wiring yeah. and all that stuff. We'll leave that. It's, it's just really the, the camera, the switcher, and the, and, the, and the computer. And we'll bring a couple computers back up. But yeah. we'll, it'll, be, it'll be sick. It'll be great. And then while you guys are doing that, I'm just going to be wheeling and dealing, trying to get some other content mic'd up. My, I, honestly, I might even try to do a podcast up there. If we're going to be there for two days, I might I, – I might, uh, that's maybe what I'll work on the rest of the day after this. I might I – might, send some dms or emails out and bring the because we could bring those handheld handheld mics out and i could do a couple podcasts while you guys are streaming i was gonna say i have my yeti too that you could use that's a usb mic the water what the um the yeti the microphone oh you're like, talking like water bottles no like, no what are you talking about oh maybe i maybe it's not the yeti yeah the blue yeti yeah okay what's it's that like a professional mic it's like a usb mic the one i have at home oh so okay I'm saying if you wanted to bring that too we just Oh, like you, oh, I see what you're saying. If we don't want to bring this stuff, yeah, yeah. But I have those handheld mics that, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying though. How many Yetis do you have? Just the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out later. Yeah, if anyone's out of the loop though, we're going to Picto just for that's a like you said early bird tournament. Early bird start, tournament, start exactly. Start of September, so definitely early. Um, and how many? It's just like I think it's eight games in total. Four games on Saturday, four games on Sunday. Mark, I'm gonna get you the rosters today, tomorrow, hopefully. Um, but yeah. Yep. And now, back to the startup of these companies. It's things like this where it's things like this where you gotta love what you do. It's things like this where you got to think back to the jobs that you hate. And, you know, Jeff, I guarantee, were you, were you ever work at Tim Hortons? You wearing like a, a fishnet on your hair or something like that? No, I was Loblaws. So you Loblaws? Okay, same thing. thing. You're probably wearing a fishnet. But these are the things that you got to just smile and be happy about. That this is what you're doing. All three of us are getting paid. Everyone's happy. We're going in a rink. We're filming. You're going to be wearing high-button merchandise. It's a great feeling. And the way to make that feeling, are you all right? What time did you go to bed last night? Uh, two. Yeah, that's why you're yawning. Um, <laughs> it's a late night. This is 
these are the moments. So let's say we're going, we're having a great time, but you know how to make this time even better. You think about those times where you had the job that you absolutely hated. Me, I think about that time in Vancouver where I worked at a sandwich shop. I had to be there at 6 a.m. You had to clock in. You're just there making sandwiches for tourists 12 hours a day. It's times like that where you think about, and you're like, okay, well, that's way back then. Now think about what you're doing. Because don't get me wrong, I'm sure, yeah, this is, it's fun. It's work. It, it is work. At the end of the day, yeah, sure, it's, it's a company. But at the end of the day, it's still work. There's still going to be times where you're on that eighth game on Sunday where you're like, get me the fuck. You know, it's not going to be fun. You're getting me out of here. Mm, I got an yeah. hour and a half drive back. Get, get me out of here. Yep. We'll stop at Wendy's or something to make it better. But, like, get me out of here. But I always find the trick is when you stop um, and you think about the times you had that job that you weren't a huge fan of, that's when that uh, that, that extra – Mark, you're yelling. That's, that's when that sense of motivation comes through. Um, and I think that's where the care comes through too. Like I remember back when I was working at that sandwich shop in Vancouver, like, yeah, I had to be there at 6am, but I'm the first one there. It doesn't like, you know, my, my duties in the morning at the sandwich shop, you got to take the old bread off the sandwiches, keep the meat because the meat doesn't get bad for four days. So you take the meat off, you get the new bread, you slice it up, put new mayonnaise, put new mustard, put the new stuff on. But that, that only took me like an hour. So I remember I'd get there at six, I'd clock in. And then I'd just go for like a two-hour coffee break. I'd wait till everyone else came in at 8 o'clock. Then I'd get to work. So I'd be getting paid for those two first two hours. We're literally just drinking coffee, doing nothing. But that's not pride of ownership. That's, you know, that's that's not good work ethic. That's I'm not any kid listening out there. I'm not saying go to work, punch in, and then sit around for two hours and drink coffee while everyone else. I don't, like, I didn't mind waking up early. I remember there were sometimes I, I'd go to work. Hopefully the boss isn't listening to this. I was gonna say I'm my own boss. I was a great employee there, but she loved me. Her last name was Belanger, actually, and um, I think that's the only reason she hired me. And but I remember like there'd be sometimes it'd be 6 a.m. and I probably lived like 20 minutes. I probably lived like 20 minute drive. Probably like I remember sometimes I would run to work in Vancouver 6 a.m. So I'd go, but sometimes I'd have a car. And I'd go down, I I had the keys to the place. I'd go down, I'd punch in. It's like a little hand scan, you know what that is? Yeah, yeah. A little hand scan. I might get one here. I'm just joking. Uh, a little hand scan, so I'd hand scan at 6 a.m. And then I'd just take the car back and go home and sleep for another two oh hours. So I'd be, getting, I'd, be getting, I'd be getting paid for those two hours really... while I'm just, while I would just, am I too close there? Yes. Was I too close? No, you're good. I don't worry, should I tell that story again? No. Or do you think it was? No, you're fine. No, you basically almost swindled the company to sleep so, for two hours <laughs> anyway so like i go i but sometimes i but the days i didn't take the car because we didn't have a car i would just uber or like do that car share or whatever and i just go there i'd clock in and um and those were the t- like the original times of where i'd start thinking about um the company this company because like that's the point where you're so frustrated you're just like what am i doing you're making sandwiches for tourists on vancouver island like what are we doing here <laughs> like figure it out that's a unique life experience oh, well, like oh yeah said. i mean it, but it's like, like those are the moments where you realize you're like oh okay like you can't do this for the rest of your life you're you know you're 26 yeah. i was probably 25 26 yeah so it's like you know that's when you graduate college and that's when you're making like sixty thousand a year like that's that's you know that's that time and uh i just remember those two hours i would sit there on vancouver island nobody's there 6 a.m nobody's there other than you know guys like me that had to be there to, to open up it was a few of us i remember we had a couple cool conversations because i you ever been to vancouver island 
Uh, I have. Have you actually? Ah, uh, for maybe... no Vancouver Island, like uh, what was like it called? Va- Vancouver, you mean like the city? Yeah, like the where the markets are down there on the island. Uh, why I was in Victoria once. I don't know if that's what you're no, talking about. Th- no, this is different. You ever been there? Different. No, I haven't. So like when you go there early, it's just like seagulls around because it's just a bunch of leftover food from the night before and the, the garbage. It's like you got a picture like a sea like that. And uh, and there'd just be a couple other people out there. I'd have great conversations with them. But for those two hours, I'd be getting paid drinking coffee. And that's where you start to think about your future. You can't be making sandwiches for the rest of your life. You got to get up and you got to go do something. I remember a big, a big turning point to to start the company was um, I actually met Dave Portnoy's parents at Vancouver. Oh really? Yeah. Mike. What were they doing there? Wait, they uh, they were just there on Vancouver. Do you wait, you ever see the, the cousin phone? Mike Portnoy? No, I don't, oh, what's his dad's he name? A, yes, his name is Mike Portnoy. He has a show called The Cousin. Really? Yeah, on Barstool. They... No, his dad. Yes. His <laughs> dad's name is Mike. Yes, Mike Portnoy. And the picture's still there for to show. I'll show you the picture right now if you don't believe me. I'll tell you if it's him or not. So, anyways, I remember uh, it, this was just one of those big uh, decisions. Like, we were just sitting there. Excuse me, I was sitting there. And... Um, you just pass it around if you want. Oh, yeah, it is. And I remember I was just sitting there. That, that So it was that morning. I was sitting there, like, having coffee. That that picture was probably at, like, 10 a.m. That's hilarious. So I remember I was sitting there. I was like, man, I want to do my own thing. I knew I liked media. I knew I liked um, I knew I knew liked entertainment. I knew I liked some form of, you know, the internet and video and audio, just getting ideas out there. And that day, uh, his parents walked in. And I saw that as a sign. And I saw that as a, what are the chances of that to happen? Dude, I was gonna, I was just about to ask you. Actually, I was gonna say I never asked you this before. When you you said you didn't want to work the bagel job, obviously you wanted something to yourself. It wasn't bagels, it was sandwiches. Sandwiches. Bagels. I was a great sandwich maker. The too. um, so what Portnoy always says is he says he was gonna try anything. Like he had like a list of like ten ideas, and he said whichever one gets me rich, I don't care. Whichever one gives me a job, I don't mind going to, I don't care. And Barstool Sports was the one that stuck. So were you the same way where, like, you were just like, I can't work this. I have a couple of ideas in mind. Or were you just totally, like, media, like, this is what I want to do, like, sports, like, or did you kind of, like, you know what I mean? Well, the podcast was the first idea because it was the easiest and simplest. You didn't need much money. There's no overhead. You don't need an office. All you needed was a mic and a laptop. You don't need all this equipment to start a podcast. This is a luxury at this point. So I remember that was like the easiest thing to start with no money was a podcast. You don't even need a mic. You just need a phone talking to your phone. So I remember that was the original idea. And then from there, the street interviews came from there, the mic'd up videos came. From there, the live streaming came. So it was just kind of like a domino effect of things just kind of falling over, falling over. But the original was the the, the podcast or just some form of talk show. That was the original just plan. And were you getting listeners at that point when you were in Vancouver or no? Uh, not, we were, but like they were all coming from here. So it was like 50 downloads an episode, 40, nothing. It was nothing. Because mm. the guests were different. Like The guests were just like my friends yeah, like, you're I'd ask like like I'd ask like the the guy that works at the fish market next door at the market to come on the podcast and we talk about <laughs> fish for an hour I don't know like just they it was just like irrelevant conversations and uh anyway so seeing Portnoy's parents walk in um and Portnoy actually took that photo and I'm pretty sure he Instagrammed it 
Wait, wait, who took that photo? Uh, I, so Subin, one of my friends that he's a, a Chinese guy that I worked with at the at the market. And I was like, Subin, Subin, take my phone, take my phone, take this photo, take this photo. And it was me and Portnoy's parents. And I tagged him in it on Twitter. And then he took the photo and he Instagrammed it saying like uh, some stoolie out in uh, oh, yeah, Vancouver cool. saw my parents or something. Yeah, it was really cool. And, uh, and I'm pretty sure it was like a week after that. I quit that, quit that job. Um, it quit that job, started the podcast for like, I don't know, a year. And then I moved back here and then, uh, and then the rest was history. But I just remember that morning specifically was like one of those deep mornings where you're just thinking, fuck, I can't do this job anymore. And now coming full circle to this weekend where it's like, yeah, okay, great. It's, it's going to be fun. It's like, it's a great weekend. We're live streaming. We're doing what we want. It's a career. Um, it's moments like that back in Vancouver Island where you're making sandwiches that you think about that really makes you happy about this upcoming weekend. You have to put things into perspective. And I mean, first, like I said, this is the first trip since covid right where you spent overnight with high button like doing yeah street, like yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so it's uh it, it, it's cool to, to to look back and see all that stuff that is so full circle man but isn't it it's <laughs> yeah. kind of cool. that's crazy and I, now i'm sitting here producing your podcast with a bar stool hat on are you <laughs> well it's spitting chiclets yeah but it's bar it's all bar stool it's all port noise like fucking traitor man. <laughs> oh, come on, dude! Now, I, don't Justin. you have a high button hat? I gave I do. you. I have two hats. I Why are you wearing one of those hats? Wear whatever this, hat. Always wear no, it, man. this weekend you guys are half. Of course. Do you, do you have your sweater? Yes. Do you have your hat? Yes. You have to wear it this weekend. Okay. Do you have a sweater? No. Okay, you're, oh, you'll get do, a sweater. You have a hat. You have two hats. I just got. Yeah, I got the bucket hat and then the regular hat. But you don't have a sweater. No. Okay, well we'll give you a sweater dude, after this because you guys both have to be wearing the same thing. I'm trying to get the <laughs> matching sweaters. No good. <laughs> no, it's fine. Just okay, no, so I'm trying to get the matching, matching like high button like employee shirts, man. Like we get like three of them made, and it's like high button staff. You know, we get the logo on the front, nice and clean. Yeah, that'd be sick. Maybe, <laughs> man, but you're gonna be in a rink. You don't. What do you say? A sweat t-shirt? True. You yeah. want? You can't be wearing a t-shirt. Maybe full on winter jackets. Yeah, I don't have the money for that right now. <laughs> I gotta buy my own winter jacket. Mark doesn't even have a winter jacket. I, I have a winter jacket. Oh, I thought you said it was. Oh, that's not your winter jacket no. over there. Oh, you just no. didn't wear it today, bro. It's bright. It's bright. It's freaking blue skies today. So you do have a winter jacket. Yes. Sorry, I thought you said. Um, Mark, are you looking forward to your first uh, road trip with High Blood yes, Sports? You yes. haven't you you haven't uh, traveled before with this company. How do you feel? Are you excited? Are you nervous? What, uh, what are the thoughts going through both, your head yeah. right now? Yeah, both excited and nervous because you know. First road trip, as you said, going to another place. Even though we've been there before, but that was just a one-day thing the first time. But now it's going to be overnight in the Airbnb. Yeah, I am excited about it and nervous about because it's like what happened last time, you know. You have to be able to manage if things, you know, go wrong and go south and be able to What manage happened to, last time? Well, nothing happened last time. Just, you know, what the possibility of it happening Oh yeah, you know, every time that'll be our lives, the rest of our career, buddy. <laughs> yes. Worrying about something that could possibly yeah. happen. At least till we get to that level where there's other people who do that job for us. Yeah. So it's not just all on us. That's how Justin's feeling right now. What do you mean? How am I feeling? <laughs> I just said for the rest of our careers, we're gonna be worried about things going wrong that could just potentially yep. go wrong because that's just how like. When you work with computers it's and cameras, that's how it works. Really? And then yeah, yeah. and then he said. Until the point where we can pass it off on to other people. And yeah. then I said, that's the point you're at now. Yeah, and that's a... <laughs> Part of a team of like 30 people. And it's, it's interesting. It's a, it's, a, it's a weird spot that, like, 
you know, how long since, since 2017, I've done almost not everything. Like I got to give you guys some credit, but like I've done a lot of work all the way up until this year. Um, and you're right. I am at the point now where it's like, okay, you got to start giving other people. I don't want to say opportunity, but yeah, opportunity. Like I don't really want to be live streaming any games this year. I, I don't, I want to give it to you guys, dudes, maybe hire another person and uh and just manage it i feel like that's another side i saw it randomly i saw a tiktok about this guy growing his business he's like you want to grow your business replace yourself you want to grow this aspect of the business okay replace yourself you want to do this okay replace yourself and that's one thing i never really got comfortable with i don't know what it is it's just mm. i have such a i need to control like it's, it's something i need help with for sure but i just need to have more trust in people to do what my job does that make sense? But at the same time, I got to be getting paid. Like I can't just give all you guys the work and then I'm sitting at home getting making no money. So that's another element I have to, you know, I can't upcharge the people for live streaming. It has to be the same price, mm. and I can't, you know. So it's it's just a, a, a it's an element of business I struggle with, but I need to work on for sure. And high, this hopefully will be the year for it. High button sports is your baby, man. I get it. I get it. You know, yeah. it's from the ground up. But I mean. I have confidence in, in what I'm doing, and I think Mark does too. So Mark, do you, ch- Mark, I you're good. Yep. Chilling, man. Yep. How much time are we at right now? Forty minutes, including the intro. Forty, including the intro. It's time for a quick break. Brought to you by Crypto Vantage. Did you know? Right now, Crypto.com is a Hong Kong-based company, but they are sponsoring everything sports you name it formula one ufc and they were also sponsoring recently the 2021 iihf world women hockey championship if you don't believe me just look at crypto.com i know this is an ad for crypto advantage but they're saying right now that crypto.com and the financial advertisement that they have 90 percent of it is based right now into the athletic world which is crazy to think about Think about that. I remember this morning I saw a tweet out of a baseball player saying, pay me in crypto. NFTs are all I want right now. And I know the last ad read, I was talking about NFTs. So unbelievable right now, the returns on the crypto world and also betting with professional sports and also getting paid and also allowing fans to buy tickets with cryptocurrency. What I want you to do right now, head on over to info.cryptovantage.com slash high button, fill out the white paper at the bottom of the sheet. CryptoVantage will send you a free information package, excuse me, that will allow you to learn everything that it comes to cryptocurrency. I've learned, I've learned a ton from CryptoVantage. I've made mistakes in the past and I've corrected them corrected them, excuse me, with CryptoVantage. I also want you to check out Crypto.com and see over the 10 million users that are using their platform to grow cryptocurrency uh, at this popular rate. Like I said, UFC, Formula One, IIHF, World Women Hockey Championship, cryptocurrency is sponsoring advertising however you want to put it into the athletic world and i guess this is a sports podcast and we have cryptocurrency uh we have a cryptocurrency company sponsoring us too with crypto vantage it's crazy to think about so clearly you see a lot of money being poured into uh sponsorship around the professional sporting world with crypto.com it is absolutely unbelievable so what i want you to do one more time head on over to info.cryptovantage.com slash high button fill out the white paper at the bottom of the sheet 
CryptoVantage will send you a free information package giving you everything that you need to know on cryptocurrency, NFTs, uh, crypto.com, and the teams that, they're not teams, excuse me, the leagues that they are sponsoring. It's unbelievable, all right? Now, back to the podcast. Unbelievable what cryptocurrency doing right now in the, in the professional sporting man, world. Let me just go for a second, man. People, like, I feel like anyone right now, they just, you need to just, not, even if it's not your thing, you just need to at least try to just give it a chance, man. At this point, like, it, with basically the, the way I kind of looked at it, I was like, I was like, am I too late to the crypto game? I mean, Bitcoin's through the roof, Ethereum, that's like the number two. That's nice and high. I'm like, am I too late to this? But then with the internet, you just never know what's going to happen. NFTs blew up. NFTs blew up. The crypto world, they got a little boost from the NFTs. The NFTs, the crypto is working hand in hand. I mean, you never know what's going to happen on the internet. It's basically what I'm saying. Like, I was like, oh, are we, am I too late? You know, everyone kind of thought crypto was what it was. Bitcoin, like I said, to the roof. And then something like NFTs just blow up. And then like crypto value just goes way up. If we would have started investing when I first came here seven months ago, you could have a lot more money right now, man. So have... I'm telling you, it's never too late. These people should just go to Crypto Vans. Just check it out, man. I mean, it's worth a look. And if, like I said, if you feel like you're too late, the internet is so yeah. unpredictable. No one could have predicted NFTs happening and just boosting crypto. So, you know, who knows? You could be on the ground floor for the next big thing that happens. My buddy got an NFT. He stayed up till 3 a.m. the other day, bought it for a thousand bucks. By the end of the weekend, it was worth five thousand. No. Yes, dude. And he no. Just, yes, man. What NFT? Do you mind me asking? It's just like a picture of like some cow spitting a dart, bro. But because <laughs> the way the NFT works, like these ones, is that like if there's little things like on the picture that it has, and that like then, then it makes it more valuable, yeah. right? So there'll be like a hundred pictures of this cow, but his is the only one with like a gold chain like spitting, so that makes it more valuable. Wow. It's very like, and if you could have told a year ago, if anyone would have predicted that. That that something like that could turn five thousand dollars like a profit of four grand in a weekend, you couldn't. So if you feel like you're too late, you're not. Crypto is just getting easier too. I mean, there's apps, there's everything out there. It's not like uh, it's not like you're going to the deep the deep web to get your crypto these days anyway. So oh, it's, check it it's, out, it's man. just it's, yeah, it's less underground. It's so mainstream right now. Professional athletes are wanting to get paid in cryptocurrency. Like, who would have thought that 10 years ago? Oh, man. It's insane. And, the, and that UFC deal, the UFC never, since, like, they did the Reebok deal, which is gone by the wayside now, they partnered with Venom. They never did sponsorships. Like, on their, like, it was always just the one Reebok or the one Venom. Crypto.com, big old sponsor on the shirts now. Wow. UFC loves crypto. And um, so does High Button Sports. So does High Button Sports, man. I mean, like I said, if, like... This is like insane money. So I can't believe the yeah. I can't believe the audio is being picked up. How far you are? That's crazy. I'm, oh, it's I'm, getting, I must be yelling into this. Yeah, it, eh, you know it's getting, it is getting picked no. up well over here, man. What? Like, they can always turn it down if they think you're too loud. Yeah, but like it could be. Oh, you're so smart, Mark. <laughs> it could be. Uh, yeah, but what about if mine sounds different than his? Are they gonna turn it down every time I talk compared to him? Well, the things I oh. bought are supposed to make everything like even out. I don't know. We'll see what's up. But yeah. So check it out. It's never too late. How do we, I just had to yeah, say. Oh yeah, that. no man, that's great. Like no, that's great. The more natural conversation we can have about cryptocurrency, yeah. the better because you know the, the the more natural these ad reads sound. That's what that's yeah. what Crypto Vantage wants because it is a. It, some people still think it's more of a, a robotic thing. It's an online thing, which it is. But you have to understand that it's a personal. It's it, it, it's a personal currency. That's what it is. It's the currency of the people. 
and that as long as we can regulate it, it is regulated, but as long as we can make it, uh, give give it a little bit of a, a normalcy feel, the better for high button yeah. sports, the better for crypto vantage, and the better for the cryptocurrency yeah. world. And seemingly get your hands on it. You hear about they did the John Cena no FTI. I, I, like, I, I laughed at that one. Yes, John Cena. Oh, yeah? FT there. That one's <laughs> the invisible one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't see him. Or um, did you hear about um, El Salvador? They changed their currency to Bitcoin. No way. <laughs> so the whole country's currency. Oh, my God. No way. The official currency is Bitcoin. That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not. El Salvador. El Salvador, yes. El Salvador. El Salvador. Wow. Man, you can buy stuff here with crypto now. Yes, yeah, like, you can buy cars and stuff with cryptocurrency when I first now. When I first found out about crypto, it was 2017. My buddy wanted to buy a fake ID with Bitcoin. We had no idea what Bitcoin really was, how much it was worth. It wasn't worth near what it is today. Yeah. And now I look back, I'm like, oh, man, if I would have been able to figure that out in 2017, yeah, my life would have been a lot different. <laughs> yeah, I, that's when I first bought my first crypto. My first Bitcoin was in 2017, and I forgot about it, and I got a great return on it, but I couldn't get my return because I didn't have a identification. I needed to... I, I needed to verify my identification, but uh, I missed the deadline of when I had to confirm my identification. And I think I made like a thousand bucks and I couldn't get it back. I was pissed. Yeah. And these days it's not nearly like that, man. It's like download Wealth Simple, find yeah. your crypto you like and invest and then like hook up your bank account. Like it's yeah. so much better. It's so much easier. Um, how do we feel about the. Uh, Olympics allowing hockey to come back. Are we happy? Allowing NHL to come back. Allowing NHL to come back. Well, that's the thing, man. I remember when I was younger, like the Olympics meant something. Maybe they still do mean something to some people, but hockey was like the the bread and butter for me when it came to uh, the the, the magic of the Olympics. That's what I think the Olympics bring. They bring an element of magic. The best players in the world coming together to perform on one ice surface and one country at the same, uh, in the same two to three weeks. I don't know how long the Olympics is. Two weeks. Two weeks? I mean, it did kind of suck considering like hockey is Canada's sport. It was obviously the sport everyone got so excited for, and then they just like took away yeah. NHL players. Yeah. It was like our best sport. I'm like, okay, sick. Like you're not taking away like the the runners yeah. from the like other countries across the sea. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Like that kind of sucked. But now that they're back, I think the excitement of the 2010 one is that it was in Canada. It was in Whistler. It was in Vancouver. Um, the 2014 was in Sweden. They dominated Russia. Sochi. Oh, they they played Sweden in the finals. Oh, yeah. And then they 2018, no NHLers. 2022, NHLers, man. So this one's going to be special, I think. I love watching the roster breakdowns of who's going to be on the team because essentially it's just a bunch of, you know, if it's like an EA Sports NHL 22. You get to put the best players together on one team and you get to go out and dominate. But the cool thing about it is that there's so many other teams that are going to be good as well. USA is going to be great. Uh, Finland's going to be great. Sweden's going to be great. Russia's always there. There's such a, what? ROC is going to be there. ROC, sorry, you can't say Russia anymore because of the, sorry, my bad. The, the suspension, yeah. Sorry, Putin. And uh, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be absolutely insane. It's going to be fun to watch. And that's what it is. When I was younger, I remember an element of magic, an element of, wow, all these players are coming together to play in one tournament. Such a rare thing every four years. It was must watch TV. You're with your family or you're with your friends. Even if you were in school, I remember they would put it on TV. That was a great thing. A great thing. I love sense of community, and that's what it is. When when things like this happen, Canada comes together. When Vancouver, when Canada won in Vancouver, remember those videos from people filming off their balcony? All of Vancouver, what did it do? It e- 
erupted. It erupted. You, the whole Dude, city. The, you all could, of Canada erupted. All of Canada man. erupted. Yeah, but so like that literally, was, you can see Vancouver like downtown. Just go bye bye. That was the most like watched Canadian like hockey game in Canada. It was like eighty percent of the country was watching. Yeah. The most like, watched like television broadcast, like anything. Yeah. 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 And the cool thing about this year and why we're really lucky is Crosby's still going to be making it. Marchand's still going to be making it. McKinnon, obviously, is young, going to make it. But McDavid's going to be making it. So we'll finally get to see McDavid, McKinnon, Crosby on the same two could, lines. Could you imagine if imagine if they did a, a, a maritime line? Could you imagine? They probably will. They probably you, will. Just for like a preseason game, just yeah. like you know what I mean. Just for just for yeah. marketing reasons, just I, for just for just for hearsake, just just to just to get them out there together, I think would just be unbelievable. I see no reason why they wouldn't do that, considering all three guys are top six guys. Yeah. Yeah. So and Cooper's the head coach. Cooper yeah. is definitely uh, he's a player's coach. You know what I mean. So maybe if uh, Sid goes in there and requests it, at least for one game, just to see, because I'm pretty sure we're all set on the Marshawn Bergeron Crosby line, and then McDavid. McKinnon. Uh, McDavid, McKinnon, and it's like Marner. Uh, they have Marner. I saw yesterday in there. Third line would be. Uh, I'm not going to get into this right now. We could debate they, for for they years. They got Huberto, Shifley. They got like all. They got. They're they're going to be stacked. Does Taves make that team? No, he's he didn't play last year, so I don't think Jonathan Taves. Yeah. No. Tavares. Yeah, he'd be a fourth line guy, <sighs> maybe even a bubble guy. Yeah. I can't think of I can't even think of players right now. It's too early in the morning. I don't make coffee. <laughs> they got Price but, and well, Price and Net, dude. Yeah, Price and Net, and who would be the backup there? Flurry, Bennington, Bennington. Nah, man, I, I don't like Benning. Bennington had a terrible last year and the year before. Won the cup though in nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I, I still like I Flurry as a backup. But then again, Fleury's known to. Hey, I'm not going to get into this right now. But nonetheless, I think that's great that hockey's uh, that hockey's back in the Olympics. That's a beautiful thing to, to to see the Olympics and the NHL coming together and allowing essentially the, the the fans to be entertained. I don't really think these billionaires care whether or not the games are played or not. I think that uh, I think that this is just for the fans. And this is good. Well, the great pl- for the ratings. The players are the players are obsessed with it, man. The one like oh, I've yeah. never seen NHL players get Mar- together on something more than going to the Olympics. Marshawn had an article a couple years ago out about how he was disappointed. Done a couple, it was like four years ago, how he couldn't play in the Olympics because I remember the four years ago was when he really was. Uh, you know, he's, he's he's an NHL guy. He was he was he's a big dog in the NHL. Top top ten guy, and uh, that would have been his is. first. T- still is, yeah. But four <laughs> years ago, I remember he was like cemented. Yeah, this, yeah. And I remember. And, and I remember the the disappointment in the article on how he couldn't go and play with Sid and play with those boys. But yeah, you're right. Like, it, it's the same group. It'll be there. It, it's the same people, and it'll be great to see. You're gonna remember where you are when you're watching those games, hundred percent. What month is it in? February. February of 2022. Yep. So it's a year away, pretty oh, much. Six yeah. months. Six, six months away. Months. Oh wow! I think it's just because it's six months away. Yeah. Well, now it's more like five months now. But yeah, we're in the months now. Wow. So what's coming up? Yeah, it's but it's, wait, I'm just thinking like the Summer Olympics dude, because, just happened because they moved that well, back. They had, to move, they had to postpone it. A well, yeah, because that was the twenty that was the 2020 Olympics. It was Tokyo 2020. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now it's sorry. 2022. Wow. Yeah. So, so this is like, coming up. Yeah. Dude, we'll be covering it this winter, man. Make sure you tune into High Bun. Mark will have the blogs. We'll have the podcast, wow. bro. Might have to buy a jersey. <laughs> yeah. We should. We're gonna do an episode where we'll put the hockey helmets on and we're gonna sit here and we're gonna. That's sick. I didn't know. So it's coming. It's February. Yes. You didn't know that, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, I knew that. I mean, yeah. That's man. That's awesome. That's uh, Jesus Christ. That's this year. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Well, well, within a five month time frame, not like the same calendar year, but yeah. But yeah, like, like this is yeah. Mm-hmm. It's coming soon. After Christmas, man. 
gonna be a fun. So it's gonna go. So, so it's gonna go World Juniors right into yeah. Olympics. Um, and where are World sure. Juniors this year? Edmonton. Edmonton and Red Deer. It was um, supposed to be that in last year, but they had to switch mm. it. So I wonder if they're gonna be allowing fans there. Uh, yeah, they, they they will. The Oilers, um, they're doing the they're allowing max capacity, but everyone needs to be vaxxed. So okay. I assume uh, anything in Alberta will probably follow suit. See, you know, now we're talking. Like these are the things that we have to start planning because <laughs> it's a possibility. Okay, how much time are we at right now? We're at fifty-five minutes total. Um, you know, everyone listening, I just want to say thank you once again. I know we started off this podcast by uh, by thanking you, and once again, I just want to thank you again. This podcast has uh, this this podcast has changed my life. This podcast has changed a lot of people's lives, I think. Um, it, it, and once again, th- those comments on uh, iTunes. I think we had one hundred eighty-five, one hundred ninety-five. I'm not sure, but th- those comments are awesome. They're honest. And, uh, and that's one thing I really try to do with this podcast. You got to be honest with the people. I feel if you're honest with the people, the people will be honest back with you. This is the high button podcast. There's no bullshit here. This is, I'm talking to you. Um, well, not you specifically, Mark, but you know what I mean? The <laughs> yeah. people that are listening. Yeah. Jesus. Um, and that's one thing I think uh, is a little bit of a recipe for, for, for success here. If you're honest with the people and the people are honest back with you, you form a relationship. What do you think, you know, when you're dating abroad, what do you think? It's how, what, 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 how do you think a good relationship happens? You're honest. You can't lie. You can't sneak around. You can't cheat. You got to you gotta be honest with that. You got to be honest with it, right? Same thing here. You got to be honest with the people. You got to let them know how you're feeling. Might be not might not be the easiest thing for a lot of people. I know you know masculinity. You got your heart is a rock. You got you know I don't show emotion, but yeah, you got to talk every now and then. And I I really don't mind talking to uh, to the people that listen to this podcast and let them know the beginning, the humble beginnings of this podcast and the humble beginnings of this company and where we started and and, and where we plan to go. So I just gave you a little bit of a taste of uh, back in the sandwich making days. There's anything else I gave up today. Well, that, that, that Portnoy story, I never heard that before. You never heard that story? No, you should post yeah. the photo along with, uh, with yeah, the podcast. Will. Yeah, I will for sure. That was, uh, that, was a great, uh, that was a great morning. I remember the, 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 the cup of coffee that morning was, it sat. You know, you, you, know, you, you don't drink coffee. Neither no, I do you, not drink coffee. Do you drink coffee? No, man. So you guys don't know what I'm talking I'm about lactose. then. lactose. You don't know what I'm talking about. Lactose, doesn't that mean just no milk? You can have coffee black. The main ingredient in milk is lactose if you're in Yeah, but I'm saying you can have it. black coffee. There's no... Ugh. You got chest on your hair? No. <laughs> got Anyways, chest on my hair. I just remember that that morning was a good cup of coffee. It's like you sit there, you think, you look at you're looking out at the ocean, you got the seagulls going. And you think, what could be? And then when you have a sign like that and Portnoy's parents walk in, yeah, I think I think something's meant to be here. I think you gotta you gotta maybe push towards something. Maybe sandwiches weren't weren't in the future, weren't in the deck of cards, as they like to say. Um but yeah, that's uh, that's all I gotta say. You know, listen to the universe, work towards something you want to work towards, and uh, the the results will be good. So I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Enjoy the week. What's today? Thursday, Wednesday, Wednesday. September eighth. Have fun. Work hard. Uh, the Olympics are five months away. If you didn't know, that's incredible. Um, winter's coming. All right, we're out. No, I'm never gang banging in my blue chucks. Money calling, so I threw the deuce up. Yeah, they plotting on me, but they gotta do something Told my dog to something just to shoot something Left them niggas stretched out on the train tracks Rather you than me, here come that payback Got them looking for that paper that they can't tax Yeah, yo, so clean, I told them call it Ajax Hialeah celebrated when Fidel died Patty LaBelle, who knew that we would sell pies Standing on your own is when you realize 
When all the lights go out, that's when you see the real guys Back to the real niggas glowing in the dark Never perfect, but you know a nigga hard A rich nigga that'll pull him to the park Get on one knee and tell the kids that they are stars Bullet wounds don't be covered by Obamacare Your funeral was way too soon as if your mama there Real niggas deserve to live twice Plastic fork and some fried rice Yeah, 2.2 for the Raffia and the Dow Don't act like you're happy for me now Don't act like you wasn't praying for catastrophic collapses Catalog is immaculate, still running the game Don't ask me about the practice, ho, you go on vacation Don't ask me about relaxing Not sure if you know, but I'm actually Michael Jackson The man I see in the mirror is actually going platinum Unthinkable when I think of the way these niggas been acting Yeah I never did you nothing and you play like we family, huh? Next thing you wanna shoot me down, it can't be love Not sure where you was trying to send it, it can't be up That day you sounded like a bitch, you fancy, huh? Damn, how can I forgive like this? I got a dead a lot of shit just to live like this I had to fuck a lot of girls to get a kid like this I had to get a lot of cribs to get a crib like this, nigga That's why I'm moving all elusive These boys on their last resort and it's giving us all inclusive Been spazzing since CB was chunking up the deuces, nigga Your shit was boo-boo, excuses, excuses, nigga Man, speak the pussy, niggas, I just call it like I see it I ain't even looking, nigga I just walking like I speak it, I ain't speaking to them niggas I ain't starving, I'm just greedy, all I eat is pussy, niggas Don't wanna see these pussy, niggas Y'all can't see me pussy, niggas You keep talking like you eating, I'ma feed you bullets, nigga I might even cook it, nigga Shove an eight ball up a pussy like a fetus for me, nigga I got bitches doing lines, I'm Adidas to them, nigga I got sentenced to some time and it was easier than simple I'm so difficult to fathom like a fever in the winter I got women in the phantom with their cleavage out the window Long hair, lot of tats and I smell like the pack money Trail right on track with that big body made back like it's a little Pontiac All my chains are like snakes, that's some real diamond backs Pull my hammer out of pussy, pull her nails on my back I don't chill, I react on the scale, my pockets fat to this wheel You like a ant, I'm a dog, if you a dog then pull your tail up out your ass None is codeine, I'm a turtle with a shell shock my ass I'm the hottest on the cell block, I promise I can fly to check my mailbox Invoices sounding like Jill Scott, pill pop, house and hitting heels on the hilltop Her ears pop, she lick my lollipop and my teardrops too